Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Good morning and welcome to this final day of March. It's the final day of Women's History Month. It's also Trans Day of Visibility. Uh, We're super excited to have you here on this lovely Thursday. We've got some really fantastic guests joining us throughout the morning um, talking about Trans Day availability. Uh, We've got the editor of the community section at Them. Uh, it's an online publication that we absolutely love and adore. We use it often here on our show. Ren Sanders joining us a little bit later on in the show. Also, we've got a life coach joining us for Therapy Thursdays this week, switching things up just a bit. Um, life coaches are more and more popular these days, and and a lot of times people aren't exactly sure the difference between a life coach and a therapist. So we're going to talk to a life coach about just that today. Well, I'll tell you this. In the Oscars, goodie bags that were worth like literally $150,000. Mm-hmm. They had a, a like all expenses paid trip to Europe and all expense paid uh, trip for this really great place in California. But they also had sessions with a life coach. Hmm, I wonder if Will Smith got one of those goodie bags. Well, I know that Will Smith one. is going to need a vacation after his very long uh Well, there, it sounds, like the, sounds like the Academy might give him a vacation. Permanently, possibly. Uh, so I hope not, though. We'll see what happens. It's a wild, wild story. We're getting more perspectives, finding out what happened backstage, what went down. We're hearing from Wanda Sykes finally uh, on on what actually was happening in real time. It's an interesting, interesting uh, time to be alive. I'll say that much. Yeah. Uh, but how you doing? I'm doing good, honey. I'm feeling good. Speaking of life coach, I had Reiki yesterday, and my Reiki teacher gave me a very valuable lesson. She said that rest is just as important as hustle. So let that be a vibe for anybody listening today. You have to uh, rest. So the next three days, I'm not doing anything but coming to work and then relaxing. Wait, in three days, aren't you going to the Grammys? Well, yeah, but I mean, right now, Friday <laughs> You're and Saturday. You're so full of it. I love it so much. I love no, that. I won't do anything. I'm not kidding you. Today, tomorrow, and Saturday, I will absolutely just be hanging at home, relaxing. I learned such a good lesson when I got COVID. I, like, needed to, I love how, like, fast I am and, like, how much I hustle. Yeah. But I love the relaxation part of it as well. I need it. My body has to, like, recover. You know what I found drives me crazy is that I I hustle almost too much sometimes and people aren't at my, like, same speed. And when you're reaching out and trying to get things done and getting people to respond to emails and whatever, and they just take their time, it feels really, really disrespectful to me. And I've had to learn to like, okay, everybody has a lot on their plate, so maybe they can't get to you right away. Some people are just disrespectful. 
But a lot of times people are just, you're not their number one priority, even though that might be yours at the moment and learning to like yeah. accept that and be patient and like calm in those situations. Maybe I need to go to your Reiki master. Maybe I need to go find them. Yeah. No, she's the best. I'll give you your number. I'll get a life coach today. I got a Reiki master. My life is fixed. I can sit back <laughs> and relax and listen to news on the beat. All right. For the first time in the state's history, the governor of California appointed a transgender state judge last week. Uh, Andy Madrick, a disability rights lawyer, was appointed to the bench at the Sacramento County Superior Court by Governor Gavin Newsom. Judge Victoria Kulikowski was the first out transgender judge in California when she was elected in 2010. Uh, but Mudrick is the first to be appointed. I'm the elected one, Kolakowski tweeted in honoring Mudrick's appointment. Uh, and Andy Mudrick is a great appointment and will be a wonderful judge. I'm glad to finally have a trans colleague on the bench in California. As governors and state legislatures across the country attack the trans community, we applaud Governor Newsom's continued commitment to increasing trans representation, said Equality California Executive Director Tony Huang in a statement. California continues to remind the rest of the country that LGBTQ voices are essential to achieve full equality. All right, let's get into a little bit of weather. It's going to be a high of 85 in La Quinta, 83 in Cathedral City, a high of 65 in L.A., 80 in Las Vegas, 83 in Palm Springs, and 65 in New York. Now give us the vibe of the day. Today's vibe is simply something to ponder. Do you really want to look back on your life and see how wonderful it could have been had you not been afraid to live it? Don't be afraid of life. Don't be afraid of a little travel either because we want to send you and a friend to Las Vegas, baby, for a two-night stay. Uh, also, we're going to cover your airfare for two and give you two tickets to see the chain smokers at one of the residencies at Encore Beach Club. Head over to wearechannelq.com for your chance to enter and win. Chain smokers are fun. Chain smokers are so much fun. They're a vibe. Good morning, Beat. Channel Q. I remember a day not too long ago when you and I both worked in a restaurant. I know that's right. Right? One but... of my best jobs I ever had. <sighs> How about tipping etiquette, though? I'm going to talk about it. Right? Tipping has also changed so much. Back in the day, you know, we would make a couple dollars an hour, maybe. And then here in California, they did actually pay better. I know back home and in New York City, we made $2.13 an hour. So we relied solely on tips. But uh, everything is tipped now, I feel like. Right? Yeah. Since the pandemic, things are delivered to you constantly. I remember learning for the first time that I should tip my hairstylist when I was younger. And I was like, wait, what? I have to tip them now, too. And then, all of a sudden, things are getting delivered. Now you're going to restaurants, and you're no longer sitting down for uh, waiting for a server sometimes. They just, you order on an iPad somewhere, and then you go pick up your own food, and you're supposed to tip there, too. It's very confusing to me. Um, but I often err on the side of just tipping. But has anyone ever kept the change before you told them to? Like, maybe you buy a cocktail, and maybe it's $15 here in Los Angeles, let's say. And you planned on tipping two or three bucks. But they just kept the five without saying a word. What do you do? You just walk away and say, eh, they probably need it. It's okay. I feel like that hasn't happened to me. Maybe. Um, yeah, tipping is getting crazy. I'll say when I waitressed, I worked super hard and I made eight. To be honest, I probably made more waitressing than any other job I've literally ever had. I mean, like, the money was bonkers, 
and I loved every minute of it. However, the service is now like here. Like here's a here's something for me. I go to my hairstylists, and she does not work out of a salon. She works out of uh, a room where there's multiple salons. Like she's paying rent on it. She rents the space. She but rents she the rents chair. The space. Yeah. Right. So when she gives me uh, my price for when she colors my hair or whatever she does, I'm often like, these are her rates and she doesn't belong in a salon. So do I tip on top of what she's charging me? Or she already factored that in for you? Or is it already included? And then I'm like, so I'll pay the 20%. I always do 20%. Um, even if I don't like the service. And then I'm like, okay, well, do I have But she's doing a full service. These small, um, like, Starbucks, I feel like when you have the tip option, do you tip for them taking your order? Well, some people don't even give the option. Then some people do. It's prominent. And I feel like if it's there, if the option's there, I feel like I have to tip every single time. And it's very, not all cultures tip. I remember when I used to work at a restaurant in New York City, I worked at a French brasserie, and a lot of Europeans didn't tip. Uh, Australians are uh, known for not tipping. It's not part of their culture. When I went to Europe this summer, when I was in Portugal and Spain, every time I would tip, people look at me almost like, sometimes people are almost offended. That you tip? Yeah, why are you doing this? And I would be like, oh, I'm so sorry. It's just customary where I come from, and they don't understand that. Um, It's fascinating, though, how many things now require a tip. There's a place called Creation. Down the street, they're all over LA. It's a fresh juice bar, right? You can get acai bowls, all sorts of really healthy stuff. But it's so expensive. Like a fresh pressed juice is like nine or 10 bucks. Yeah. For like a drink. Right. Right. And that's insane to most of the country. It's insane to me and I live here. And then on top of it, they ask you to tip. And they don't start anymore at 15% option. It's 18, 18, 20, and 22. And I'm like, wait, 15 is not even an option. And I don't tip 15%. But for something like that, where I literally walk around the store and grab my own bottles and put them in front of them and they just scan them and put them in a bag, I'm like, why am I tipping you 20% for that? Right. That's insane. Right. So then you're you're put in a position where there's people waiting in line, somebody who's standing there that you just took care of you, I guess, is looking at you like, staring at you while you tap the iPad and figure out what you're going to give. And you look like a complete a-hole. And when you break it down, it's maybe a change, a difference of a dollar or two, so you just usually just sit more. Totally. But dang, I wish that... I wish when I was a bartender and a server, I had that option. Yeah. Same. I just Listen, I, just I would never forget the days that I would have... There were multiple times I had like a $700 check mm-hmm. and they didn't leave a tip on it. Nothing. And there wasn't enough people to add gratuity. Uh-huh. So they just I think I've told you didn't. a story. Remember Jackie Warner from Workout, she the lesbian? Yeah, we she know. She brought a whole group and I was so excited. I told her it meant so much to me to see her on TV and represent our community. This was like 15, 16 years ago. So I was young. She didn't tip me anything on a, a hundreds of dollars. Nothing. Terrible. Yeah. All right, coming up, Bruce Willis is quitting acting for good. Find out why and if we should be scared for his health. Coming up in What's Poppin'. The Morning Beat with AJ Gibson and Michaela Gordon. Channel Q. It seems to be the end of an era in What's Poppin' today. This is a sad, sad story. Michaela, what do you have for us? Yeah, this is really sad. So Bruce Willis, <clears throat> who we know and adore, and also who made quite an impact um, during the pandemic as he 
not only stayed in a home with all of his daughters, but his ex-wife, Demi Moore, and his current wife, uh, they're all just really good friends. They all get along very well. Um, He is stepping away from his first love, which is acting, after he was diagnosed with aphasia, which is something that is really um, affecting his cognitive abilities. Apparently, it got so bad that they had to put in an earpiece to help him remember the lines. Um, They were using hearing devices. Uh, They even had to use body doubles. But it's just gotten so bad that uh, there's just nothing really that um, anybody can do. And so the only choice is to just completely step away. Um, Bruce Willis's family announced on Wednesday to Bruce's amazing supporters as a family, we wanted to share that our beloved Bruce has been experiencing some health issues and has recently been diagnosed with aphasia, which is impacting his cognitive abilities, uh, adding that he'll be stepping away from the career that has meant so much to him. All of his daughters posted that at the same time. Um, but it, it, it's just so sad. Now, the Post did report that Bruce Willis was using an earpiece for his Broadway debut in the stage version of Misery. A source said at the time of the play that the script is changing and he's nervous, but he's working very hard. Then again, at the time, Al Pacino was also reported uh, also reportedly using an earpiece for a David Mamet play as have other actors. Yeah, that was like back in 2015, though, also. So this uh, it could be an indicator that he needed some help back then, or maybe it really just was difficult to get all the lines down. It could be either, totally. because it's not just him that's doing this. Um, it's also really sad. He made eight movies last year, eight films, and I haven't known that he's been in a film in a decade, probably. Same, same. They're B movies. They're smaller budget. They don't really go to theaters. They go straight to, you know... Uh, streaming services or video on demand or whatever the platform is and apparently they were moving productions closer and closer to his home and shortening his time Uh, like you said using body doubles and things like that but also shortening his shoot time to as little as three days for his recent project just so they could have the name attached yeah and because he loves what he does well it's crazy i've never heard of aphasia before the main treatment for aphasia is speech and language therapies Uh, With involvement from family members, three types of aphasia, expressive, comprehensive, and global. In expressive, a person understands communication better than they can speak. In comprehensive, the word speaks in long, uh, the person speaks in long and coherent sentences. And with global, a person has poor comprehension and communication skills. So there's not necessarily the greatest cure for it. um, But he, I will say, is being totally wrapped in love. His family has stepped in and I know that he's in very good hands. Uh, but devastating, like you said, an end of an era for sure. Also, long, incoherent sentences. It sounds like us sometimes. Yeah, literally. Do we have comprehensive do we have aphasia. Not to make light of it, but dang, I think we do ramble on sometimes. Listen, we I think do. I'm doing it right now. Yeah, okay. I'm just going to tease what we're going into next. Yeah, but he's such an icon, and I do hope that he just gets to enjoy the rest of his life with his family and just relax a little. Yeah. All right, coming up, it's Therapy Thursday. We're talking life coaches. What is a life coach and why have they become so popular? Do you need one? We'll discuss in the next hour. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. 
Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Good morning, Beat. Channel Q. Welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for joining us on this beautiful Thursday morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming up this hour, it's time for Therapy Thursdays. So we're switching things up a bit this week. Uh, we're talking to a life coach. What exactly is a life coach? How is it different uh, from a therapist? And is it time for you to seek one out? You're going to get some answers here on the show coming up in just a bit. Also, in our final hour on this uh, Trans Day of Visibility, uh, we're talking about the importance of our community, of supporting our community. Um, and and someone is joining us to talk about uh, a site that does just that and has really become a vital resource for our trans brothers and sisters. Uh, also, this last day of Women's History Month, it's a lot going on. Right now, though, it's time for some news on the beat. Michaela, what do you have? All right, honey. Well, this is very interesting. Uh, I'm going to give you some really sad news that just happened First, and then we'll get into news. Uh, makeup artist and beauty entrepreneur AJ Crimson has passed away. The influential beauty and lifestyle expert was one of the most trusted figures in the entertainment industry. Following his rise to fame, he was the first choice for flawless makeup from figures like Raven Simone, Missy Elliott, Christina Milian, Brandy, Fergie. Fergie, Hilary Duff, and more. Uh, the work that he did at only 26 years old was uh, so much for black women particularly. Uh, we don't know the cause of death, but he was a part of our community, and it's really just devastating. I do know who this is. So we used to go to a church and uh, in Hollywood, and one day Kelly Rowland of Destiny's Child walked across the street at us. She goes, AJ! And I was like, what Kelly knows who I am she was talking to Emil Emil had a shaved head and looked similar to AJ Crimson Wow. had short short hair at the time and she thought that Emil was her makeup artist and my name just happens to be AJ she had no idea who I was Yeah. she was talking about AJ he's very very highly revered in the community yeah yeah. Oh, it's devastating uh, so we're sending our condolences and love to his family All right, then uh, UN has become the first international law body to declare that criminalizing lesbian sex is a violation of human rights. 
ruled against Sri Lanka's ban on lesbian sex, meaning that for the first time such bans are against international law. In Sri Lanka, the colonial era, Section 365 of the Penal Code bans carnal intercourse against the order of nature, and the crime can be punished by up to 10 years in prison plus a fine. The same section of the code also bans any act of gross indecency with up to two years in prison plus a fine. While it is often assumed that most laws criminalizing homosexuality affect sex between men, Sri Lanka is one of 34 countries which also criminalize same-sex sexual activity between women. The UN committee ruled that the criminalization of same-sex sexual activity between women in Sri Lanka has meant that... Uh, Flamer Caldera has had difficulties with finding a partner, has to hide her relations, and runs the risk of being investigated and prosecuted in this context. Lord. Okay. Very good. Uh, let's get into weather. A high of 64 in New York, 66 in LA, 81 in Vegas, 83 in Palm Springs, 76 in Houston, a high of 85 in La Quinta, and 83 in Cathedral City. Now give us a vibe of the day. By the way, it was Michelle Williams, not Kelly Rowland. My partner's listening. He just reminded me. I, I, I briefly met them uh, crossing a crosswalk, uh, but AJ Crimson, we're sending so much love to your entire family and friends. Uh, here's your vibe of the day. Do you really want to look back on your life and see See how wonderful it could have been had you not been afraid to live it. Live your life. Live your life, honey. You get one shot. Mm. All right, coming up, if you're having trouble living your life, maybe we have the answer for you. We're talking to a life coach, and if you don't know how they differ from a therapist, we're going to break it all down coming up next. B Channel Q. It's time for Therapy Thursdays, and we're going to switch things up a bit this week because, listen, sometimes the word therapy or therapist can really make people feel uncomfortable. I know my mom is one of those people. She would not see a therapist to save her life. But when I said life coach to her, that was something she was open to, even if it was just temporary. Uh, So we're joined now by uh, Christy Diane Farr, who's a life coach that gives support for unconventional folks. Christy, thank you so much for joining us. Let's start off with the, the question you probably get asked most by new clients is what is the difference between a life coach and a therapist? Oh, that's a really great question. Um, I always tell people that a life coach is like a basketball coach. We know what that is. It's like for life, right? So you can find a coach for whatever part of, you know, forgive me for the cheesiness, but the game that is not working in your life, like wherever you need support, you can probably find a life coach that can you know, specialize in that kind of um, help. Therapy is um, magical and wonderful. And also, just like you said, a lot of people have uh, a resistance to it. And so um, we, we like to say that therapy is like working on the stuff uh, from the past that is causing trouble for us today. And coaching tends to focus on like what isn't working today and what we can do in the future that Um, or what we can do differently that will help us, you know, have a different outcome in the future. Love it. I think it's so great. I do uh, Reiki and sound baths. I go to talk therapy. I've got all the coaches, I thought. Now I'm like, apparently I need a life coach as well. So for some of our (laughs) listeners, maybe they're experiencing, let's just take, for example, anxiety about something. So if they were to call you and say, hey, this is what I'm experiencing today, uh, what advice do you give them? How do you sort of navigate uh, if someone is still unfamiliar with a life coach? 
So if somebody came with a very specific thing like anxiety, which isn't actually my experience, most people come saying, um, hey, I can't get this promotion I really want at work, or hey, my relationship is having trouble. Nobody ever walks in the front door and says, hey, I have anxiety, can you help? Um, but then when we're working together, we figure out that they're dealing with some anxiety. And I think what I hope all coaches will do is basically help people with the tools that they have and be able to recognize when this situation needs like more heavy hitting support. So can we do some meditation? Can we learn some breathing techniques? Can we figure out that this situation I'm experiencing that's creating some situational anxiety is different than whatever might've been really hard in the past. And, you know, can we fix this without a therapist or without a diagnosis or without meds? Um, you know, then we try. And if we, you know, if we can't, then I, I want all coaches to be able to say, Hey, I think you need more support that I can offer you. Uh, that's a really good point because I think sometimes people hear life coach like, ah, please, what qualifies you to be a life coach? Like you're not necessarily a medical professional like a therapist is, but not everybody needs full medical professional help. Some people, like you said, just need some help getting over a hump. Maybe they are trying to get that promotion at work or they're trying to, you know, get themselves hyped up again about something in their life. And, and it, it sounds to me like you're there to sort of remind them of who they are and the tools that they probably already have at their disposal that maybe they have forgotten about or they've not utilized. Absolutely. And I do think that I give a lot of tools. Uh, we, a lot of us have tools that people don't already use. Um, I, I, I'm surprised how many people that I'll talk to that I say, Hey, do you know anything about codependency? Cause they're explaining a situation that's like really obviously codependent to me who are like, I, I know that it's a word. I know it's a thing. I have no idea what it is. And they have no idea how, what happened, you know, earlier in their lives. Like, you know, we, we come up with all these ways that we cope with what's hard when we're kids. And sometimes those are really effective when we're kids. And then as we get to adulthood, it feels more um, stifling than, you know, helpful. So, you know, the tools are, there's a multitude, right? An endless line of things that we can do and try. And um, the real sweet spot is, can this person, this coach that I'm, you know, interviewing, can this person hear what I need and um, really can I relate to them in a way that they can help me, you know, stretch and grow in these places where I've been, you know, holding back, I think, is a lot of the work of a life coach. Mm. I feel like my therapist last year um, made me look at this photo. It's my screensaver of me at five years old. So every move that I make, mm -hmm. I have to move as like a five-year-old would move. And I've noticed mm -hmm. that everything starts as a child, but it is words like codependent that we hear so often that we, I feel like, have no idea what they actually mean. So for people that are looking for a life coach, um, obviously I would recommend you, hello, but if they uh, are looking for one, how do they sort of go about it? It could also be kind of unnerving if it's the first time somebody's really like stepped into this arena. Yes, absolutely. So I would do the same thing I would if you were looking for a therapist, right? I would say, ask in your community, like, who are the people that my people are working with? Because I, all of my clients are, like, unconventional people. They are maybe, you know, queer, or um, they have, like, neuro, a lot of neurodivergent people in my community. There's a lot of just, like, the black sheep in the family and the, you know, the one who 
just doesn't feel like they fit in, right? And so this is a thing that all of my people have in common. And um, when they ask their unconventional friends, who's their life coach, they're going to say, oh, that's Christy. So your people that you really feel connected to and relate well with, ask them who their support people are. You can always Google and say, where, you know, this is my problem, you know, like, how do I find somebody that that helps with codependency? Or, um, you know, if you want a specialized kind of support, uh, say, for growing your business or, you know, career changes, whatever it is that you're feeling pain around, whatever's not working, then look for someone who specializes in that. Um, or if it's a general life coach situation, then um, the internet is a great place. Uh, International Coach Federation is um, going to bring a listing of you know certified coaches. One thing that's really nice is that most of us work long distance now, and so I have for 13 years, but now everybody does, and so it doesn't have to be a person that's in your community. If they're just doing coaching, most people can do that by phone or video. Um, I have a couple of people that I've coached by private message on Facebook because they hate to be on the phone. Um, but, like, you just get to look around you and then interview them. Almost everyone I know in this business does a, you know, free 20-minute or 30-minute, you know, get-to-know-each-other thing. And just see if it feels good to talk to them. See if you walk away from that conversation feeling like it's a yes. Christy. Christy Diane Farr, life coach. We appreciate you so much. You can find Christy at The Unruly Woman. Thank you for having this conversation with us on Therapy Thursday. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. All right, coming up, a NorCal medical student injured a patient while retrieving blood, but the reason may be something that you really relate to. Is it, however, unethical? We discuss next. The Morning Beat with AJ and Michaela. Channel Q. Del Rosario is a fourth year medical student at Wake Forest University, and she's grabbing headlines right now uh, for a, a really interesting incident that has sparked a conversation, as oftentimes these moments do. She was mocked for wearing on her badge uh, a badge that said she, her pronouns, right? So she's in medical school, and she is... Uh, giving a gentleman uh, t- drawing blood, right? And she has to, you know, you have to get the poke. They have to find find the artery, and then they draw the blood. It's a lot easier than it used to be. I feel like every time I go now, it's like one jab, it's done, it's quick, it's easy, right? Well, apparently, the person, the man that she was giving the jab to, uh, she was doing a blood or a blood draw, and they laughed, and they said, "She, her, well, of course it is." What other pronouns are there? It. So, then she reacts by missing the vein on purpose. So she could give him a second jab, right? Then she kind of brags about it on Twitter. Well, now all of her social media has been scrubbed. There's nothing there. There's no indication that she ever existed on social media anymore. But her sort of argument is that she is a, a staunch advocate for the trans community and trans healthcare, which we love. Girl, that is not excuse your bad behavior. But right, that's not the way to go. I, I feel like that uh, when you're a medical professional, you have to be so unbiased. There's not one personal emotion happening. And if for some reason she was so offended, then ask a colleague to come in and uh, 
take the blood or do whatever the job is. You can't poke somebody twice to punish them for making fun of you. I mean, and you know that, like, you know, going in, I mean, it's, it would be like back in the day, um, there was a really beautiful, crazy story about um, how a black woman had to literally like save the life of a slave owner. Like, uh, when they got ill and it's like sort of the lesson of becoming a bigger person and just knowing that like you can save a life in this situation it's not obviously that intense but you can't just go around jabbing people i was in a a collegiate play a hundred years ago called the death of bessie smith it was a short one-act play and it was about this this woman, Bessie Smith. I believe she was like a blues or jazz singer. The best. Yeah, and she she like was taken to a hospital in the South, and they would not treat her. They would not treat her. They would not treat her. And there was one white doctor who eventually they found who would treat her. And that is so problematic. And it's great. Listen, I love that this young student is is woke and she's supportive of our trans rights and and all of that's great. But honey. Giving a multiple jabs to somebody and then bragging about it on social media is not the way to go. Because to me, it's sort of like Will Smith in a weird way. Like, Will Smith, I get why you were hurt. I get why you felt the need to defend your wife. I get all of the emotions of it. That still doesn't mean that slapping somebody on national TV is the right way to go. Because guess what? If you're going to do this to somebody who doesn't agree with you, they can also do it to us. And they can in some places. Well, I also think that it's tacky that she's, it's almost offensive that she's like, but I'm a trans activist. I don't care. You're still a cis cis girl. Like, I I, I appreciate that, but but nobody asked you to do that. Nobody did. And it's like hiding behind, it's like doing something bad and then being like, but I love gay people. It almost makes it worse. Yeah. No, but we don't, okay, we don't want you. Okay. We don't, go back to the streets. She's young. Hopefully she learns from this and doesn't do it again. Yeah. Um. Awkward. I don't want to get jabbed twice. No. No, no way. All right, coming up, Wanda Sykes is finally speaking out about the infamous slap. Also, find out what happened at Chris Rock's first show since the Oscars coming up next. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. 
handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. The Morning Beat with AJ and Michaela, Channel Q. It's that time again, Michaela. What's popping? Okay, well, we're still talking about the slap herd around the world, but this time we're getting um, a conversation being had by Wanda Sykes and Ellen. Now, we know that Wanda Sykes is one of the incredible hosts of the Oscars, but she's finally talking about her point of view. Take a listen to what she had to say on Ellen. And I just felt so awful for my my friend, you know, Chris and... uh, and, and it was it was sickening. It was absolutely. I physically felt ill, and I'm still a little traumatized Me by too. it. Me too. Me too. And you know what? I mean, I know he 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 apologized to Chris, but I believe that you know we were the host, right? So we were the. This is our house. We're inviting you in. We're host. We're keeping. We're gonna take care of y'all tonight. Make sure you have a good time. And no one has apologized to us, and we worked really hard. To put that show together so yeah so i'm like that's why I, I I'm, I'm just i'm like the industry yeah. itself i'm like what, what the hell is this yeah yeah i mean i can understand her perspective i understand why she uh feels the way that she does i don't know if they I, yeah, deserve I, an apology well, I, I i think they do deserve an apology but i think that also so oftentimes, whenever I host a live event or a red carpet or, or a gala or things like that, a fundraiser, my prayer before I step on stage is always just be present, show your light, be like in the moment, and please, like, Lord, give me an opportunity to show people what I can do, right? And so I think that they got an opportunity to show what they could do. They handled it beautifully. And... Yeah, it was a, it was a it was a stain on the academy and on and Will Smith's reputation, and I get all of that, but I don't think it reflected poorly on the host at all. If anything, I made I think it made him look better in comparison. I completely agree, and I don't want to sound like um, <clears throat> they don't deserve an apology. I just don't feel like anything was taken away from them. Yeah, and so they weren't um, even really a part of the show during like fifteen twenty. That's what I'm saying. Like this all happened. anything that they did, like I know that Wanda's <laughs> probably upset, and Chris is her friend, and it's been. Uh, so interesting watching Chris. First of all, Chris, I no, hands down, no matter what, though, took it very professionally and has continued to do so. Yeah, he's great. Um, and his fans are literally honoring him so much. We have in our next What's Poppin', uh, sort of his life uh, since the Oscars. Just these past coming days have been insane for him. But I think that Wanda asking for an apology, um, how do I say this without being like... Uh, problematic kind of makes it about her and like it wasn't well I, I, okay but then you could say that will reacting to chris made it about him and it, 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 that was a jada thing and then chris reacted so i think there's so many because i think also the fact that two black women were co-hosting the oscars for the first time in the history of the oscars and then for will to react the way he reacted in defense of a black woman 
while not thinking about the impact that would have on these other two black women. As I think where they're coming from, they're like, listen, okay, we were also there and we're all friends. It's just an ugly situation all the way around. I feel for Will on an emotional level. But neither of us have ever agreed with the actual physical contact of it No, all. and I also don't agree with him <clears throat> partying at the Vanity Fair party after... And acting like everything's great. Right. I also absolutely don't agree with that because it does feel a little hypocritical, the remorse he showed in his speech after punching Chris well, yeah. to then go on acting like everything was okay. Yep. I, I can also say that. And hearing um, the stories that we're hearing now that they asked him to leave and he refused to, mm-hmm. that's got to be an awkward position. If you're the host of the show... You know how weird that is to go out there when he's sitting front row just staring at you and you have to continue doing your job the rest of the night? Yeah. It's one of the biggest stars in the world. Yeah. It's rough. Uh, gosh. Uh, all right. Well, coming up in our next hour, am I the a-hole? A wife has epically defended uh, a drag her drag queen husband from their homophobic, homophobic family. But find out why she had to in the first place. Coming up next. The Morning Beat with AJ Gibson and Michaela Gordon. Channel Q. Welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for hanging out with us on this day of Trans Day of Visibility. Uh, and although it's it's something we should and do talk about every single day here at Channel Q because our community matters to us 365 days a year. And that's on what? That's on period. Mm-hmm. But coming up this hour, uh, we're actually going to be talking to um, the owner of a gym for our trans community. So many things that you don't really think about until you think about them, right? And so many of us are not aware of of, of the bonding that, that sometimes uh, you need as you're transitioning or this different sort of uh, shapewear and underwear and undergarments. Uh, you know, we spoke to somebody last week who's doing something really fantastic, uh, creating closets for trans people across the country. Yes. It's really awesome. While also a gym. You know, our trans brothers and sisters might not feel totally comfortable in their bodies working out in a traditional gym. So the owner of a, one that is doing something really fantastic uh, is going to join us here this hour to have a conversation that I'm excited about. I love when something's new and fascinating to me, uh, and I'm eager to learn. I hope you are too. Uh, right now, though, it's time for some news on the beat. Michaela, what do you have for us? All right. Well, a new bill in Tennessee is looking to amend the laws in the state to make the state's definition of common law marriage as one between one man and one woman. Tennessee's new bill will defend any action against a local official or any political subdivision of the state for adherence to the duties, responsibilities, or limitations imposed on such official or political subdivision pursuant to the uh, issuance or failure to issue a marriage license. It would also amend Title 16 of the Code of Tennessee that says courts shall administer right and justice according to the law to include an exception for common law marriages. This provision would allow Tennessee to provide a legal loophole to respecting and accepting Gay marriages in the volunteer state essentially voiding um, any ruling that determined marriage equality as the law of the land. Mm. Oh, Lord of news mercy, is Dolan. so fun. Like, who invented the news? Like- I mean, I just think that people are so stressed out about... Um, our community and other minorities really getting so close to equality mm-hmm. that they are freaking out. I mean, in no way, shape, or form does gay marriage affect anybody. It At just all. doesn't. At all. It really doesn't. Also, I have been in a relationship for seven years. <clears throat> We're not married. 
We may never get married. It's not going to affect me. Um, I don't need to get married. But people like yourself are getting married in June and yep. having that right possibly taken away is just... It's unbelievable to it's me. Absurd. I didn't think this, this would be a fight that we'd have to have again. Already dredges up so many emotions planning a wedding, by the way, and finding out where certain family and friends stand after so many years. Um, but you're going to get married, too. I think you're going to get married. I think you're going to get married because I think you want to be a mommy, and I think you want to both like be like legally mommies. <laughs> And I think that it'll happen. No, for I don't. You. I, I love you so much. I mean, I lo- I would love to marry Lisa, of course, but I I don't I don't hold that much weight around being married, and I don't think I have to be married to be a mom. I'm not a traditional thinker in that sense. Yeah. Like I don't need to get married, get the house, and then have the baby. Like we could just have a baby. But I think, don't you think legally you want to protect your kids though? If, like if if it's your your of baby and course. Lisa's baby, I, I feel like I feel like. The way that queer people look at marriage might be different. I feel like, listen, if I'm thinking I can get a tax break or, break or some legal protections, I'll look at it differently, not in the traditional sense. And you, I think if you do get married, you totally redefine what marriage means for your relationship as I am in mine. Yeah. But um, if we got married, it would literally be more a business transaction. Totally, you know what totally. I'm saying? But that is, but that With is, love. But listen, straight people get to do that all the time. We should also have the option to get married for love or business or whatever we choose to get married yeah, for. Yeah, because for love, I don't need to get married. We love each other. Yes, We're obsessed. I, I hear that. But... Yeah, if we're going to have babies or something, you know, it, it is important that the kids are protected, and that Lisa has God rights. God forbid something happens to one of you and you need to make medical decisions in a hospital. If you're legally married, it's a very different conversation than if you're just a girlfriend. Even if you've been a girlfriend for 30, 40 years, as we've seen we've happen We've reported to the stories. Yes. It's crazy. It's just nuts that this mm. is still a conversation. Grow up, people. All right, let's get into whether it's going to be a high of 84 in Cathedral City, 85 in La Quinta, a high of 77 in Houston, 83 in Palm Springs, 80 in Vegas, 66 in L.A., and 65 in New York. Now give us a vibe of the day. Do you really want to look back on your life and see how wonderful it could have been had you not been afraid to live it? Yes, I love that. All right, coming up. Uh, We know that it has been very difficult for our trans brothers and sisters. So we are joined with a gym owner making things just a little bit easier. What you'll want to know coming up next. Good morning, Beat. Channel Q. Now, I think we all, you know, we want to look and feel our best. And and when we want to do that, oftentimes that means going to the gym, right? Gyms can be intimidating in the absolute best scenario. Right. And as we continue honoring Trans Day of Visibility, we're so grateful to be able to have this conversation uh, with uh, somebody who's doing something really, really fantastic for the trans community in Chicago. Uh, They're a personal trainer going by the name of Minky Lifty Boy. uh, And Minky is on the line with us right now. Minky, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, I want to hear about Han training and and why and how it began. Hey, y'all. Thank you so much for having me on here. Um, yeah, so <laughs> really, honestly, the reason why I started on training was because I myself was really into fitness a half years ago and couldn't really find any spaces that felt comfortable for, you know, myself as like a queer person, as a trans person, um, and just, you know, being an immigrant and a person of color, like going into general gym spaces felt very uncomfortable um, and unsafe. And even though there are places that, you know, big box gyms that say, like, everybody's invited, uh, 
there's not as much active like push to make comfort happen and safety happen and like make marginalized communities feel good about where they're at. Well, I think you talk a lot about safety because, as we know, so many uh, bills are trying to be passed, making sure that our trans brothers and sisters are not able to use uh, just public restrooms. And I think that... Um, in gyms, especially, there's a lot of testosterone. There's a lot of like hyping up, and uh, it could lead to a very dangerous situation. So, what you've created uh, is really, really special, I think, for our trans brothers and sisters. How do people feel when they come in? Do they instantly feel welcomed? What has been the experience of our trans brothers and sisters in your gym? Honestly, you know, walking in, I feel like there's a sense of relief that I've seen on people's faces and just like coming in and being like, wow, like this is a happy place for me. And there have been many folks coming in and coming out, like telling me I had a really rough day and being in this space where I can be seen and like be comfortable and not feel weird about other folks being in the space with me um, has been really like healing for them. And for me, just, like, watching trans joy and, like, trans bodies means, like, feeling good about ourselves is really, really, like, beautiful. Well, because I, I think, I think what a lot of people actually are looking for when they go to a gym, and this is why smaller boutique gyms and CrossFit and these sorts of things have become more popular in recent years, people are looking for a sense of community. Not everybody wants to go to the big box gyms, the oh, the, the typical 24-hour fitnesses or, or, or crunch or whatever the gym may be in your, your city. And I will say that I went to a gym for a couple of years. I've never felt more happy, more comfortable, um, and in better shape than I went to a gym called The Phoenix Effect in Los Angeles. And it is queer-owned. Um, a lesbian woman owns it. And it is open to everyone. And I felt so loved there. And it was fascinating. I used to work out with Ashley Marie Preston. And, and because she would say, listen, oh, wow. I can't go to other gyms. I'm not comfortable with them. But here, it feels like home. Now, I also have to admit that I go to Equinox. It's one of the gyms I do go to. And I see Laith Ashley there working out with Brian Michael Smith all the time. And they're they're very notable, you know, trans men that are out in Hollywood doing their thing. But for every Laith and Brian, there are countless others who don't have the comfort and the success and the notoriety. And it sounds like that Han training is providing a safe space for those people. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, this is a place for anybody to be themselves um, and to feel like they can build community with each other. It's a smaller space. All the classes are small, so, like, folks actually get to introduce themselves to each other and, like, be like, oh, hey, like, I'm not the only one out here, like, wanting to move my body but not feeling safe, and here is a space that we can do that. So fantastic. Well, Minky, it's so great for people that want to follow you, uh, your gym is in Chicago for all of our listeners at uh, B96.3 FM HD2. Um, are you providing, uh, for people that don't live in Chicago, maybe they can go to a site where you have workouts or they can site, kind of see uh, what it is that you're doing. They don't have to just be in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. So I have um, Instagram on hunt training. And then our, on our website, we do have virtual classes as well. That's only, you know, once a week. But for folks who, you know, want to pop in and do that, that's available. Our website is huntrainingchicago.com. And then for folks who want to follow me personally, I also post a lot of workout tips. That's at Boy. 
with an I. So great. Thank Love you it. so much and all the things that you're doing for our community. Yeah, thank you all so much for having me on here and for sharing our story. Of course. All right, coming up, a wife epically defends her drag queen husband. Find out why her family was so homophobic in the first place in Am I the A-Hole? Next. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at Hero.co. It's that time of year. Cash the ticket. Jim Costa with Mike Valeni. We shift the focus from football to college hoops. Getting us ready for the tournament where we're going to break down all the matchups and have an eye on some future plays too. Search Cash the Ticket on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The Morning Beat with AJ Gibson and Michaela Gordon. Channel Q. I think that one of the most difficult and most beautiful things about being a queer person is our ability to choose our family. Now, that's not easy to do, and we're oftentimes forced into that decision. But if you get to a place where you can surround yourself by people that you choose to be around, who choose to love and support you, it's a really awesome thing. Mm -hmm. But it's a difficult journey, which brings us to this conversation. It's another round of Am I the A-Hole? This woman reaches out, uh, posts this on, on Reddit. And she wants to know, am I the a-hole? Uh, she's simply going by the name T. She doesn't want to reveal, <clears throat> sorry, her entire identity. It turns out that she and her husband have been married for six years. They are both pansexual. They've been friends for 15 years, though. And a couple of years ago, her husband revealed to her that he wanted to start doing drag. She says, I fully support it. He's been doing drag for two years, performing as Mia. She says, I've never seen him happier in the 15 years I've known him than these last two years that he's been performing, right? And then she shows up to a family, like her mother's birthday party, I believe it was. And her brother apparently came across an Instagram poster of her husband as Mia in drag promoting one of his, you know, performances. He prints it out. Brings it to the party and waits till everybody's there, children, family, the, all, the whole family's gathered. And he shows and says, is this you? Thought you were, I thought you were a dude. And then proceeds to pass it around the entire family. Everybody takes jabs, start making jokes, and the husband doesn't say a word. He just sits there and sort of takes it from everybody. And as this is going on, T, the wife, is getting more and more upset because this is her family. Her family dragging her and then her dad's like, you're okay being with somebody like this? Like, you're okay with that? Well, she did it in such an iconic way because, listen to me, we Mm. all know, especially being in this community, I come from the same family. They're just miserable and hateful, and uh, they've done nothing with their lives, and then they want to, like, hate on me and Lisa, which I get it. 
But when they're I, hiding their own skeletons. But the way that this wife goes the f off, honey. Tell us about the she drag. She said, "Well, <clears throat> no." She looked at all of these people and she no, said, "No, the way she drags them." Tell us. Oh, oh, right. oh! I thought you said about about me, and I was like, no. "Well, I don't know." She says <clears throat> uh, that she talked about her dad being an alcoholic for thirty years, the amount of cheats her brother gave her sister-in-law, or when her sister stole ten thousand dollars from her parents, saying it was for an emergency and it was actually to travel around Europe. She said the room went silent and then T's mother invited her to leave and she's been uninvited to all the family events ever. Why this is so iconic is because it goes back yeah. to, we're going to circle this back to like Will Smith, okay? People are too comfortable. Mm. People are too comfortable talking about other people when they have skeletons in their closet and uh, the days are over of you talking mess People aren't having it anymore, and I I, love it. I talked to my mom about this yesterday. She's like, her brother just came to visit her for a week, and he's such an a-hole. And he's my godfather, and I loved him so much. And the older he gets, the meaner he gets. And he's very mean to his wife. She has Alzheimer's. He doesn't do anything for her. And my mom would be like, at lunchtime, or like late morning, she'd be like, did you get her anything to eat? I think she had a cookie earlier. She's fine, because she doesn't even know what's going on. And my mom was just heartbroken by this. I'm like, mom, fact of the matter is, a lot of our family are actually jerks. They just are. She's like, I know. I realized it later in life. But I'm like, they're awful. Some of them are just really, really not good people. And my partner's side of the family, kind of the same situation. Like, my partner's side of the family, we realized during our, our wedding planning process that they're not supportive of our, our relationship after nine and a half years. And that was really heartbreaking. But yesterday, his mom sent us some texts and revealed some things about the family. And I'm just like, ooh, don't throw stones in glass houses. Honestly, that's the tea. But every family, they're doing, they got their own stuff. So why, why pay any mind to people who are going to drag us when they've got their own stuff they've not dealt with that they should also be very ashamed of uh, and face head on? When we're just trying to live our lives. Listen, I would love to say this to you to encourage anybody who's listening. I was a people pleaser who let people talk to my face crazy uh-huh. for so many years. Some because I just didn't care enough and sometimes because it just gave me anxiety and I didn't want to bring anything up. I switched that flip quick last year. And the amount of times that people have nothing to say to me now after I call them out for their bad behavior is amazing, but more importantly, I feel amazing. So if you feel like you want to be defending yourself or if you don't want people to talk crazy to you anymore, I think what T did, this wife, was so commendable, so appreciated. I'm sure her husband feels so supported. And I think that she shouldn't be going to events that her family's doing anyway. Those aren't her people. hateful. Who on earth prints out the flyer from Instagram to pass it around the family and try to- Petty spaghetti! Like, gotcha. Guess what? She and her husband are very proud of the fact that Mia is a dope queen. Which is also hilarious to me that people will try to bring you down and you're like, Oh, no, I'm, like, proud of that. Like, that doesn't embarrass me. I, yeah. I'm proud of that. Like, Sorry thank you. you can't wrap your little pea-sized brain around that. Yeah. You're, you're not the a-hole, T. You're an awesome wife for awesome. standing up for your beautiful husband. Totally. All right. Coming up, this is an interesting talker. Should you destroy someone's career path because of their actions? A nanny had an affair with a husband, and this woman is making sure she'll never do that again. We'll discuss next. Good morning, Beat. Channel Q. Welcome back to the show. It's time for another round of What's Poppin'. Michaela, what's going on? All right, well, 
we're, still, we're talking about it. Chris Rock oh, yeah, yeah. and Will Smith. But more information keeps coming out. Well, this is more about Chris finally, right? Because we've talked a lot about Will. Well, we haven't heard from Chris. We still don't know what's going on. He didn't really attend any of the after parties. However, we did report yesterday that his ticket sales, people are paying up to 10 times what they originally were priced at. Mm-hmm. Making um, money. But he finally, <clears throat> someone got a video of him yesterday, last night at his show. And here's what he had to say in regards to everything. How was your weekend? I'm not, I don't have like a bunch of <laughs> about what happened. So I became the hit at. I'm not, I had like a whole show I wrote before <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> And I'm still kind of processing what happened. Like, like I. So at some point, I'll talk about this. And no, it'll be serious. It'll be funny. him like I it does yeah. like hearing that audio it does make me feel really bad and because he handled it so professionally um it it does bring such a human side to all of this yet again yeah. and you know uh, at the end of the day, he's still a man, and that probably did embarrass him. Well, he's talked about in his childhood his aversion to physical altercations and how uncomfortable they make him, and he's very much a passive type of person, person except for in his comedy. Right. And so it, it's also interesting because a video is now going viral on TikTok of Jada Pinkett Smith in the moments right after the slap sort of like laughing about it all, and people are saying, that's so not cool. Like, we understand who's defending you, but to hit somebody and laugh about it is a different thing. I, uh, it's also weird. It's it's just getting weirder. It, it really is. And um, uh, I know. I, I didn't see the video, but I heard about that. Mm-hmm. They're also reposting um, a TikTok that she made, like, two days prior where she was like, I don't care what anybody thinks about my bald head. I'm beautiful. Like, I look beautiful. I know. That could be I, a number of things. I yeah. know. Yeah, I hear it's you. just, there's so much coming. It's just such a sad situation all around, truly. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, coming up in our final hour, we are having a really great conversation uh, for Trans Visibility, to, Trans Visibility Day. Um, and just talking about talking how to- loving yourself is so important. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking about, uh, to the editor of uh, the community section of them, which is one of our favorite resources, uh, and why it has become such a an important resource for our trans community. It's super, super grateful to have this person joining us here uh, in our final hour. Absolutely. Stick around. The Morning Beat with AJ and Michaela, Channel Q. Welcome back to the show in our final hour as we continue honoring Trans Day of Visibility. We're actually going to be joined by a guest in just a moment who's going to be talking about a website that is fantastic, has been a really life-saving resource for our trans brothers and sisters. Also a great resource for you if you want to learn more how to be a better ally and to understand our trans community. Super, super important, 365 days a year, but we're giving a little extra shine today, uh, again, as we honor Trans Day of Visibility. Um, Michaela. Are you yes. ready for news on the beat? It's almost that time. I'm counting down the minutes. Well, it's less than minutes, honey. It's seconds. It's actually right now. I'm counting right now. down the seconds to do news on the bit. 
Go for it. Okay, well, I hate it. Um, <clears throat> the UN has become the first international law body to declare that criminalizing lesbian sex is a violation of human rights, ruled against Sri Lanka's ban on lesbian sex, meaning that for the first time such bans are against international law. In Sri Lanka, the colonial era section 365 of the penal code bans carnal intercourse against the order of nature, and the crime can be punished by up to 10 years in prison, plus a fine. The same section of the code also bans any act of gross indecency with up to two years in prison, plus a fine. While it is often assumed that most laws criminalizing homosexuality affect sex between men, Sri Lanka is one of 34 <coughs> countries which also criminalize same-sex sexual activity between women. The UN committee ruled that the criminalization of same-sex sexual activity between women in Sri Lanka has meant that Flamer Caldera has had difficulties with finding a partner, has to hide her relations, and runs the risk of being investigated and prosecuted in this context. I'll tell you what, I mean, it's just unbelievable to know that in other countries, what I do on a Sunday at the Abbey in West Hollywood could get me killed. And people have just not the same freedoms, loving their partners out loud in such a big way. I, um, I my partner's been out of town for Four days. She had a big job in Vegas and she just got home last night and I'm texting her like, I can't wait to come home to you, hug you, squeeze you, like all these very normal things that we do um, that these women are being killed for and, and gay men. Yeah. Listen, if you don't think that there's trauma involved in just being a queer person based on everybody else's opinions of us and laws and, and all those sorts of things, it, it's so 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 complex and i'm learning more and more as a 41 year old man i thought i had it all figured out i'm getting married in less than 100 days right and just all of the things that have been revealed about how our family feels about us as queer men it's a lot it's a lot and we what we don't need is more hatred in this world and more laws to tell us what we cannot do it's just it's heartbreaking but i love us it's devastating uh, all right, let's get into a little bit of weather. It's going to be a high of 66 in New York, 66 in L.A., a high of 81 in Vegas, 83 in Palm Springs, a high of 85 in La Quinta, and 83 in Cathedral City. Now give us a vibe of the day. Do you really want to look back on your life and see how wonderful it could have been had you not been afraid to live it? Well, here's a chance to prove that you're not afraid of life. Head over to wearechannelq.com right now and enter for your chance to win a trip to Vegas, baby. And that's just the beginning of it. Channel Q wants to send you and a friend to Vegas. We're going to actually pick up your round-trip airfare for two. Also give you a two-night hotel stay at a really cool hotel and two tickets to see the Chainsmokers at one of their residencies at Encore Beach Club. It's such a fun venue, and they are so awesome. Live, you're going to love it. Head over to wearechannelq.com right now for your chance to win, and good luck. Good luck. I miss Vegas. Good luck. I miss Vegas, too. I'm going this weekend, and I'm very excited about it. I know it. you are. All right, my honey. Coming up, it is Trans Visibility Day. We're having a very important conversations with the editor of the community section at Them. Uh, what is the mission and how we can start loving ourselves? Coming up next. The Morning Beat with AJ and Michaela. Channel Q. Welcome back to the show as we continue honoring uh, National Day, a Trans Day of Visibility. Uh, we're joined now by Ren Sanders, who's the editor of the community section at Them, one of our favorite sites. We get a lot of really informative, informative articles and, and conversation starters for our show from Them. Uh, Ren is on the line right now. Ren, how you doing? 
Hi, uh, it's so good to be here. Thank you for having me. Well, we're so grateful to have you. Uh, and we want to talk to you about T for T, a new series uh, that's about to launch. Uh, what can you tell our listeners about T for T and and what they can expect? Totally. Um, so, I guess where I'd like to start with that is just explaining a little bit about what T for T is, if, if that's good. Absolutely. T for T. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So. T for T or Trans for Trans is an acronym that first appeared in the early 2000s on Craigslist. And it was used primarily um, in a romantic context for folks looking for connection and love and sex. And I think that was most people's uh, first exposure to it. But I think over the years, it's evolved into a more capacious term that describes a variety of meaningful exchanges had between trans people. So that can be reading books by trans authors or um, seeing photography lens by trans photographers. Um, And so the idea for the column emerged out of this more expansive understanding of what T4T can be, which is a place for trans people to meet each other in a space of understanding. And so what folks can expect from the column is um, a series devoted to opinions and stories that reflect trans experiences that are not um, written with the cis gaze in mind. So what I mean by that is just that we are speaking directly to one another about what we've been through, um, what we love, what we fear, what we care about, and it's going to be fun. I'm excited about it. Um, This is amazing. And I think that, you know, our trans brothers and sisters have really been highlighted uh, this year, um, last year as well, when it comes to sports, when it comes to bathrooms, when it comes to all of these bills and bans, particularly that are coming, you know, mainly from Florida, but as we've seen with Trump, give someone a voice and it ignites a wildfire. What do you think the biggest misconception um, is when it comes to our trans brothers and sisters? Mm. That's a really great question. Um, Well, you mentioned the sports bills, and I think as far as, I mean, let's just run it back to the very beginning here and say that um, there's a lot of fear that extends to or is kind of attributed to trans folks that is rooted in um, misrepresentations that come from Hollywood, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of the fears, I think, that uh, animate some of these bills that um, portray trans people as predators originate from films and TV shows that do exactly that. I mean, uh, there was a movie recently, I think some of your listeners might have seen it, called Disclosure, that uh, recounts this long history in Hollywood that goes back 100 years even, um, showing gender nonconformativity as a kind of indicator of mental illness and um, danger, really. And so the main misconception is that trans people are no threat to anybody. I mean, it's completely fictitious, these narratives that show or that that raise worry about trans people invading bathrooms and and moving more to the contemporary, uh, because I mean, I think bathrooms were I mean, still a a question, but now we're talking about sports and I mean, 
yeah. the misconception there, it, it's building off of that, that basic fear. But the misconception there is that trans people are not um, at all biologically um, superior or have any kind of advantage when it comes to, um, you know, physical feats at all. I mean, yeah. Also, and, also, I think yeah, it's yeah. also important to, po- important to point out, not superior or inferior. And that is a part that I think a lot of people don't even consider. There's, they're afraid. There's fear. There's the intersectionality of of, of transness and queerness, and and also persons of color, which is why we see our trans women of color being, you know, oftentimes viewed by the rest of the world as, well, that's just a black man or a Latin man dressed as a woman, and that's as simple as it is for some people. And the hatred that comes along with that ignorance is dangerous, and and it costs lives. Which is why T for T is so important. What do you hope to accomplish with T for T, and how do you hope to expand it? Thank you for that question, and thank you for pointing that out. Um, that is a really important point about the ways in which anti-blackness and transphobia um, coalesce to create really dangerous outcomes. With T for T, my goal is very much rooted in giving trans folks an opportunity to um, communicate with one another and to see stories that reflect aspects of their experience in a way that's like specifically for us or them. Um, I think so often in media, trans writers are expected to explain certain things with cis people in mind. And I think that can be tiring. And I think it can be tiring for trans folks to know that like a lot of the content we read is, um, you know, not specifically made for us. And, and the ways in which that comes out is when certain things are explained that don't necessarily need to be explained if we're talking in community. So what I'm hoping t for t will bring is a space for us to meet each other, to learn about each other, and to realize our power as a community. Ren, you're precious. I went on your Instagram Um, And you just have such a beautiful little light around your photos, particularly the one of you as (laughs) a little kid. It was so sweet. Um, So you can follow at Miss Clickbait. Thank you for sharing your story and joining us for Trans Visibility Day. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Take care. Be safe. Tell me something good. Let's wrap up Trans Day of Visibility uh, with a little bit of uh, good news, right? I'm excited about this, and I wondered because it's one of my favorite shows. If you're not watching The Umbrella Academy on Netflix, two seasons are out so far, and the show is fantastic. One of the stars of the earlier seasons was Ellen Page as Vanya, right? And many people wonder, now that Elliot uh, has transitioned, what that show is going to look like, if they're going to address it, uh, and and would Elliot be expected to play the character Vanya moving forward, mm-hmm. which is a whole th- a whole thing, right? Yeah. Well, good news because Netflix has gotten it right. They got it very wrong with the Dave Chappelle special, but it sounds like they're learning. Uh, Elliot Page has revealed that his trans identity will be a part of the character he plays in the Netflix superhero, The Umbrella Academy. As uh, but. Page transition between the show's second and third seasons, like I said. Uh, so now Vanya Hargreaves is going to be Victor. I think it's really fantastic because also it's a good reminder that it's all made up. They're shows. 
It's a fantasy world anyways, and if they couldn't make this happen, how on earth are we supposed to believe that all of these characters have superhero powers and they're traveling yeah. through time? So, like, let's be real. I love this. Can't wait to see Elliot. Love him, love him, love him. Love him. So happy about it. Um. Okay, love him. And I love this story. And as a singer, I especially love this story. I don't know if you remember this. We covered it a while ago. Um, there was a plumber who went viral uh, because he was singing. And he happened to be singing while he was installing a new bathroom, 50 years old, and completely unaware that he was singing for a huge uh, music boss. And oh, wow. now this plumber landed a record deal after being heard singing while he worked on the music mogul's bathroom. But he's also having a Hollywood movie made about his life. Kev Crane secured himself the life-changing music deal after um, installing a new bathroom for Paul Connolly, which is a huge music exec. Mm -hmm. uh, they gave him the uh, not only a, an entire album deal, but they have huge writers. The writer of The Hunger Games will also be writing his... Um, movie about himself going from plumber to Hollywood star. That's wild. And the best part about this article, one, he's 50 years old, so mm. you can't say it'll never happen because it will. Um, but he's still, they said, how are you doing? He said, I'm good. I'm juggling everything now that I live in this Hollywood world and also still doing bathrooms. Still, still doing finding bathrooms. time to do the plumbing. I'm obsessed with this story. I love it. I can't wait to see the uh, the tell-all. I just think that that's so sweet. It's one of those stories where you're like, will it ever happen for me? And then he was. And he had a really good voice, by the way. What was the woman's name who won or was on Britain's Got Talent years ago? I oh, Dreamed a Dream. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, gosh. No. What was her name? Oh, wait, here she is. Find her, find her. I know, I know. Um, Not Peggy. Um, Peggy? What's her name? I can't think Oh, my God. Name. She was amazing. She was the best singer. Simon couldn't believe it. Oh my gosh. Susan Boyle. Susan Boyle. Susan Boyle. That's right. He's He just got boiled. He just got Susan Boyled. Sure did. I love to see it. Listen, I love these stories. What a perfect way to end also, the show. Also, side note, and you might agree with this as a singer, the acoustics in a bathroom are fantastic. Yeah, he what, did get lucky. What better place to audition? He, yes, he got lucky. Can you imagine if he was like redoing a man cave or something? It's no, too much. the yeah, acoustics yeah. aren't the same. Terrible. Not No record deal whatsoever. Mm. As always, thank you for listening to our show. We're so close to the weekend. Uh, for now, listen to three hours of music for you. And then uh, listen to Let's Go There with Sheeran Ryan. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.